2: You'll find anywhere. Let's talk about the game. Let's kind of break down the game. We want to do the first 30 and actually discuss the different phases of the game. Let's start by talking about the offense. Offensively, passing game was pretty much non-existent last night. 75 total yards, 7 of 22, no touchdowns. Uh, the interception was on the extra point, right? The two-point conversion, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Uh, rushing was pretty much where Auburn uh, made its living. 256 total yards. 46 attempts, four touchdowns. Guys, that's pretty much was the story of the game was the running game. Um, Ashford actually was the leading uh, ball carrier last night. Uh, 18 carries, 108 yards. Two scores. Uh, we saw we saw him be used heavily in the run game in the second half. I'm pretty sure he's sore today. Thoughts about the running game and kind of the adjustment that was made in terms of the second half uh, regarding Armans getting Auburn getting a lot of chunk yards on the ground. I'll start with you, B. Will.
1: So, Caddy's running back. <laughs> um, Will Friend is an offensive line guy. The caddy made no bones about it. He said when asked what we were going to see, he said Auburn football running the ball. In his description of what we were going to see with him as as head coach, he described, he said Auburn football, he said a relentless effort, no quit, running the ball. And I don't think that they were going to use a lack of offensive line talent as an excuse to do that. So what they did was they did things that make sense. We, we had big packages. We had 13 personnel, three tight ends, offensive linemen. Let's go get it, and we're gonna we're gonna run to the outside and I'll flank you with our very fast quarterback. I thought that Robbie was decisive when to run, and that that's not just a, a fact of hey, well, you know, some some of his scrambles, his scrambling yards were in place of passing yards because they were on passing plays. Not everything was designed, but some things were designed, and there were more design runs than there had been previously for him. Running the ball was going to be how we competed in this game, and it absolutely was how we competed in this game. The downfield passing game is not there. For whatever the reasons are that they're not there, some of it immaturity, some of it um, a lack of experience. I think they were trying to force some things early with the passing game under Harson that they said, we're not going to be pressed to force that tonight. We're going to Take what's there, but we're gonna do what we can what we are best equipped to do. And even if we are not great at it, we're still going to do this and make this work. The the effort was there, the the production was there on the ground. And that's the most important thing. Our running game, the production is what kept us in that game, is what got us a lead late in the game. That's why we had a chance here. And um, kudos to to Caddy and the staff. I don't imagine that Ike Hilliard as co-OC was like, hey, man, listen, I really think we should run the ball most of the time. I mean, he's a a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver coach. And I don't think that was the M.O., but, I mean, you do what works, man. It worked. It was our best chance to compete. It will be our best chance to compete for the next three games. And it worked. So um, kudos to the staff for putting that together.
2: Ike, I'm going to ask you this question. Tank, Bixby had a total of 89 yards on a total of 13 carries, uh, averaging 6.8 yards every time he touched the ball. We've gotten him the ball a little bit more last night, you think?
0: Um, I mean, I, I think no, just because Jarquez got his fair share of touches as well. Um, You know, Robbie had some design runs as well. So I think we tried to get him to get it to him in the past game a few times and it didn't work. Um, yep. and if we hit on a couple of those, which were open, um, he would have had probably close to 150 all purpose yards, um, and would have led the team in all purpose yards last night. Cause, um, cause I think that the, the first screen that we missed to him would have gone for a big gain. The, uh, dump off that he tried to hit from the flat, probably not a big gain, but it probably would have been seven, eight yards, right? So I think you, you put another 30, 40 yards on his total, um, Uh, of all-purpose yards, and he might have been, like I said, right around 150 all-purpose yards last night. So I think they did a good job of getting Tank the ball. He did a good job of being patient as a runner. Um, And then when it wasn't there, he didn't try to dance and get outside like he normally does, right? Like he wasn't trying to do too much. He was doing his job, get get upfield. I mean, hell, there were times where he made positive runs out of plays where – There was a defender in his face the moment he touched the ball, right? Like he shouldn't have to dance three yards in the backfield on the seven-yard set. Like that's just crazy, but he was. Um, And so Tank Bigsby had a hell of a game, man. He went out there and played hard. He did everything he needed to do to help us get that W. So um, get it to him more, I don't know. I think we did a good job of getting it to him, though.
2: Um, I think it was a very balanced game as well. Uh, When you think about, you mentioned Jarquez. He had 12 carries for 54 yards, averaging almost five yards a carry and a score. So uh, we had great production from our backs and was still surprised and impressed with the fact that Robbie was a leading rusher. He had some amazing runs um, in scrambling as well as call plays as well. Moving forward with this offense statistically, B. Will, you mentioned that This is what works, and this is what the coaching staff will build on, which I agree. But do we see some emphasis on some of the things that Robbie can be able to do in the passing game? Because you are going to have to throw the ball. I think moving forward, you can't expect to continue to be as one-dimensional and have success at least trying to win some of these games that are important. So you, you think about slants. You think about screens. You think about some of these things that we have seen in this offense. Do we try to emphasize some of those in the coming weeks to at least keep the defense honest?
1: Well, the thing that we can do immediately is get Robbie to take some heat off the passes. It would be just nothing but five yards and in and and behind the line of scrimmage, and you're going to do nothing but throw with touch on these balls. No fastballs. Put somebody six feet with a broom standing straight up, throw it over my broom, and now hit the running back as he's flaring out to go. No fastballs. That's it. We hit those, we win that game. We, though, we There were plenty of easy things. So the the, the coaching staff gave some, some easy things there. There were some easy things. There were some easy throws to make. Um, again, at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, short. We hit those combined with the running game. We're good. We're good. As far as hitting more slants, Slants are going to be, we don't, this offense does not have timing, okay? We do not have good timing because timing is a luxury afforded by a good offensive line. That means the quarterback not just has the time to turn his back one, two turn and and know that the receiver is going to be there, but also it's turn my back and not be scared to death when I turn around that I'm going to get plastered. And no quarterback who has played behind this offensive line or any form of it has really had that. Not Robbie, not T.J. Finley, not Bo. It's been the problem. The problem is that you can't just trust what you do in practice because in practice, nobody's going to just blindside me. Not really blindside, but nobody's just going to tattoo me in my ribs if I turn around and just say, I'm gonna do my count, I'm gonna step back, plant, release. No, you don't you don't have that time in a real game. And even if you did have it on a certain play, you don't think you have it because over the course of the game so far, however many drives we've had, I haven't had the time that I had in practice. So you get antsy, you run quick, you're quicker to run than to just wait. You're not reading to see, all right, maybe I have room in this pocket if I step that way. No, you don't think about it. You're like, no, I'm I'm not trusting my health and safety here. I need to be productive. So let me do what's going to work. And luckily for Robbie, that boy is quick. He is quick. So I don't think they'll overemphasize more of the passing game. I think it'll be, let's work on just getting this easy stuff down. And I think we probably see them get a little more creative in the run game. Honestly, remember, they didn't have that long. They did not have that long. They did not throw the kitchen sink of the run game. I didn't see uh, Jarquez and Hunter um, (laughs) on the field behind Robbie. I I, I want to see it. I want to see it. We are there. Like, are are we too good for some Georgia Tech?
0: No, we're not too good for that. Yeah. We are not too good Listen, for triple option. If you saw my Twitter last night, I was advocating for it. I was like, bro, let's just mm-hmm. let's let's stop pretending like we can throw the ball and let throwing be a surprise. We just gonna line up three yeah. backs if we need to back there. Yeah, so that we we are not too too high and
1: mighty for anything that works. And I think we, you could see us reaching deeper into the bag of, of of tricks for the run game and then just tightening up, again, the easy things. The easy things, I think, can be corrected immediately. Anything more than that, timing, slants require timing. Slants require timing, trust, and accuracy. And those are three things we haven't had so far from the passing game this season. I don't think we're going to get that so far this year. I think Robbie can have a better passing game. I do. Like, he can. He can. We said this about um, Bo very early in his career. He's a strict shooter. Early it was he's got to complete something, and then he gets a little loose, and then he starts completing everything. Robbie can be that, but he hasn't had one game this year where he's been able to get some early completions going, and everything starts working. So because of that, I don't expect them to try to harp on that, like, hey, man, let's just get you going. Like, no, we're not going to get you going. Run. Let's do what works. We got stuff that works. We got plenty of running backs I think that's what they'll do going forward.
2: Let's go ahead and, and, and pivot and discuss the, the defense. Let's talk about the stats there. The defense total had 77 tackles, five sacks, 10 tackles for loss, three QB hurries, uh, gave up a total of 370 yards, three hundred fifty seven, 357 yards through the air and 13 yards rushing all in all, Hard to be mad at the defensive effort, especially in the second half where it seems like they sped up Will Rogers' clock a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think we saw the offense shift dramatically from Mississippi State, and it wasn't a repeat performance as it was a year prior, which I was proud of and happy to see. Uh, The defense was led by Derek Hall, who had eight total tackles, six solo tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss. Uh, had a heck of a game. In fact, the defensive line played amazingly in that game. Uh, thoughts about the Auburn defense. Thoughts about the defensive line. I'll start with you, Ike. How impressed were you with their effort last night?
0: Uh, defensive line played lights out, man. Because, I mean, there were there, they, we, we did bring some blitzes. But a lot of it was just whipping the guy in front of you, man. It wasn't no exotic twist stunts or anything like that. It was literally... Derek Hall just being like, you know what? This play, I'm just gonna get around the edge faster than he can get into his set. Jeffrey Emba deciding I'm just gonna put this tackle back in the lap of the quarterback and then go get to him. Yes. Um they were just beating people last night, man. And it's it's that's the defensive line I was hoping we were gonna see the entirety of the season, just causing havoc where People who are attempting to get back and pass just don't have time to do it. When they didn't get to the passer, they were being intelligent about getting their hands up into the passing lane. Like I was just like, where did this defensive line come from? Like they were, they were dominating that game from I mean, after the first couple of drives. First little drives, it was looking like, oh Lord, we finna be out here just on skates all night. Right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Right.
0: But when they turned up, they couldn't be blocked. When they turned up, they could not be blocked. They forced Mississippi State to turn into a short passing team. Because if he had to hold the ball more than about two seconds, he was gonna have somebody in his lap. Um, so five sacks last night, a lot of QB hurries, a lot of tackles for loss, forced five fumbles last night, recovered two. Like that's just that's insane, man. They were out there putting helmets on guys. Being disruptive, I loved what the defensive line was doing last night.
2: Uh B. Will, your thoughts about secondary. Uh, we saw some some people in unique uh positions uh due to injury. Uh Simpson was playing some safety, mm-hmm. uh, got a pick in the mm-hmm. game. Um your thoughts on the secondary and how they perform. Talk about uh JD Rhyme, uh the job he did at corner. just what was your thoughts overall with the secondary? given the challenge that they was faced with last night?
1: You know, it's it's hard to look at how we played last night on defense. And I'm, I'm trying I'm try not to say too much, but we didn't have the right guys on the field most of the year. Um, not that we had the wrong guys necessarily on the field, but what we didn't say was, let's put everybody who we think can be a baller out there. And let's start the process of combining their ability to ball with the experience and know-how that they'll get from playing. Because mm-hmm. J.D. Rim got out there. I want to call him Ryan, but the announcers called him Rim. I'm mm-hmm. guessing they did more research than me about how to pronounce his last name, so I'm, I'm going to say J.D. Rim. And uh, Caden Bridges, who I know Donovan Kaufman was out, and that's why one of the, both of them weren't going to be in the game, um, necessarily, if, if Kaufman had played. And then Bucket got hurt like on the first series. Yeah. Right. So we were down some experience. <sighs> you know, our our defensive players, our defense looked better from on the second and third levels because we had different guys out there. That's what I think. Now, I don't know what caused the defensive line was the same defensive line. I think they rushed more people. Um, second half. They they didn't just try to say, Hey, let's just cover No, they were like, Okay, let's just go get this dude and we're gonna beat the offensive line, and it worked. Our secondary played very well. Now, the pressure up front made the secondary look much better in the second half than they might have been because early when we weren't getting that pressure, I mean, it looked like it did on, on their comeback
0: last year when they came back on this. It looked like... but so, let, I, I'll, There were a couple of coverage sacks out there, too. There, right? No, there they, absolutely were. They absolutely. did a great job of when the when the pass rush wasn't getting there, they played good coverage on the... Man, I'm so proud of the defense. I'm sorry. Them boys balled last yeah, night, though. They did, yeah. They did, and and there was just so
1: you wonder. Okay, I'm seeing these players now. J.D. Rim again. Hey, he makes it an interception late when he slipped. Then that's a win, right? Um, we got a lot of what ifs about what would have made it a win? But he was in position. He wasn't. Lo- he was not out there looking lost and getting turned around ten ways. He was in position and he was ready to play and he was productive. You are telling me he couldn't been on the f- he couldn't have been on the field sooner than
0: Mississippi State?
2: The he played a little bit season? before
0: last. Uh, this last night. He, he had he played did. some.
2: He had played some, not enough, but he did play not, some not a, a lot. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm just
1: moving Simpson to safety. Yes. If he's got trouble in coverage, but we know he's a, a very physical tackler, that's what you do to corners who have some trouble covering. You can see, hey, man, listen, you're physical. You're, you're fast enough to be in the secondary, but you're not quite the combination of of speed and agility to stay with the best wide receivers. Why don't you get back there, get the bird's eye view, see if everything is happening. You can make that play because you're physical enough to do it. Yes. That makes sense. Why are these changes just now happening? And again, trying trying hard not to in, inject um my my very personal thoughts about what I believe and know was happening behind the scenes. There's no way that we have this many players who could have contributed just getting on the field. It it should not happen like that. Put your players on the field. See what you got. This sticking with the seniors or sticking with the the most experience, that's great if I'm if I'm nine and, and nine and oh. If I'm nine and eight and one, coming in, I'm playing for something. And I don't know, man. These guys are really just balling and everything is working. Stuff was not working. We should have been torn it down and see what works. I'm, I'm so disappointed that it just happened, but um it, it again another reason to justify the Harson had to go. And I'm so proud, I'm like, I, I was just so proud of this defense. We early in the year, we saw Penn State, and we saw the defense buckle early in the third quarter. And I was like, nah, this isn't the same. This 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 something's different, something's wrong. And it wasn't, it wasn't just the fact that, oh, the linebackers are, aren't as good because of McClain. It McClain. No, it was this, this effort I saw right here, in spite of the offense giving them nothing the first half, the defense gave the offense every opportunity. They set the plate for the offense continuously throughout the whole game. Even when they gave up some touchdowns, they, they still gave them turnovers as well. They set the plate, and the offense took them a minute. But they rose to the occasion. This defense was the reason that we had a chance to win this game. So proud. So proud to see that effort and, and that spirit from this team. It, it was, it felt good to see that again.
2: I see some people in the in the comments um, mentioned that we saw some new faces at linebacker. Um, we did see the return of Cam Riley. Uh, and, and that's what Super Chat. How about those linebackers that played that we haven't seen all year? They played well and knew where to be. Thoughts on that, gentlemen, before we move to special teams.
0: I mean, there were definitely, uh, there was definitely better linebacker play than I thought there was going to be because of how much they were going to have to be in coverage.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the issue has not really been coverage for the linebackers. I thought it was going to be an issue just because they hadn't played well all season, but issue really hadn't been coverage for our linebackers. It's been in the run fits, and that's not a thing that you're going to see a lot against Mississippi State, right. but- Nonetheless, uh, Barton Lester was out there playing ball. Cam Riley was out there doing his thing. Um, you no, know, Owen oh, Papo, actually. I, somebody was saying last night they didn't think Papo had a good game. I've, I've gone back and I've watched a little bit of the film. I haven't watched the whole game again. I don't feel like Papo had a bad game. Second-league um,
2: tackler last night.
0: So he's actually in the top ten in tackles in the SEC right now. Imagine if he actually made all the tackles he was there for like that like let that sink into your brain a little bit him being in the top 10 in the conference in tackles and he misses quite a few of them yeah this i see why i see why people like him so much because of the measurables but i'm like yo if you were always there bro when you were supposed to be and you actually made the
2: tackle Are we talked about be a, a millionaire yeah, in a few months, in a few months. Good Lord.
0: But yeah, no, d- linebackers definitely played a good game. Looking forward to seeing whether how that translates to a more run-heavy team next weekend.
2: Uh, let's talk special teams. Mm. Mm. All right, okay. <laughs> one punt return, one for five yards. Uh, three kick returns, three for 61 yards. Punted the ball seven times. Averaged 44 yards per punt. Uh, Anders Carlson went two for three. uh, Missed a critical one, um, of course, in overtime. Guys, let's not even waste time on this. Let's just talk about the main thing here. How much of Anders Carlson, realistically, you think we'll continue to see moving forward? I think that... I think
0: that is actually um, Thomas Jones jumped in here and asked, should Anders Carlson kick again this year? Asking for a friend. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of which,
1: somebody hit me up last night. He told me I didn't have to give him credit, but I'm going to give him credit. Walt Taylor said, is there any chance? Do you think the reason they haven't played McPherson is because they didn't want to burn his red shirt? I was like, huh. The only reason that makes a lot of sense in in relation to kickers is because kickers don't leave early for the NFL, so it makes sense to save a kicker's red shirt. Because if he's going to be as awesome as you hope Auburn kickers usually are, then you don't play him for six games and forego twelve games or thirteen games in twenty twenty. You know, I don't know six. Whatever it seems you got, never
2: McGuire though,
1: you do have him. Um, so I'm 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 not poo pooing on that at all. But I do think that's why you don't play McPherson yet. I'm like, huh, oh, that's funny. So by by that math, and he was saying there's a good chance we see McPherson this
0: week because you can't burn his red shirt even if he plays in the bowl game. There's the question from Stephen Bradley. Can our freshman kicker finish the season without harming his red shirt? The answer to that is yes. Yes, now he can. Now he can. So yeah. if you were playing, well, I guess... The, the irony is
1: <laughs> if you want us to play in a bowl game, right? We say, well, no, we're going to play three games in a bowl game. So we play them against Texas A&M. Yeah, but you got to win now three games and you had a better chance of winning Mississippi State. If you have somebody with a bigger, more accurate leg playing Mississippi State. So our chance at a bowl game may have been last night. That may have been our chance at a bowl game. Um, so it's unfortunate that we didn't get that one. And it's it's not that Bama's unbeatable. It's not. Let's we know Bama's not unbeatable, but we know what our deficiencies are. The deficiencies are, and we still aren't a good matchup for Bama. That's not a great matchup for us on the road. So, um, the crazier things have happened, you know. But as far as when it makes sense to play uh, a different a, a freshman kicker, the freshman kicker who was supposed to be like the can't miss kicking prospect. I think that
0: was probably last night for the sake Mm. of of having him contribute. And it's still— I would have rather him play last night and then sit out Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. That would have made more sense. And then he would have been available for the bowl game, no
2: problem. For sure. For sure. What about an
1: idea if you bench Anders for two games, Mississippi State and A&M, that you can't go back to him later? Why can't you? It's his last year. I would say, why can't you bench him
0: mid-season? But I mean, I mean listen, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm with you there. But yeah, I, I mean, listen, man, make your kicks, and nobody has to have this conversation. We're not, right, we're not
2: talking about kick it into right.
0: the end zone. We don't have to have this conversation. Like, I'm not worried about the fragility of his mindset at this point in time. I'm worried about winning ball games.
2: Right, right. I'm with you. Absolutely. I mean, if you want to talk fragility, my—I don't know how strong you can be mentally at this point, anyway. So, right. I mean, Doing all the, meetings, anyway, so yeah.